Welcome to Mornings with Ken. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, why don't you go get that cup of coffee, that virtual donut, pull up a chair, and stay a while. Hey, do you worry? Are you a worrier? There's a lot of stuff to worry about nowadays, isn't there? I mean, we got Russia and Ukraine. Um, I, I heard that yesterday um, Russia, well, so, I think it was Russia, launched some uh, missiles um, in Iran uh, at our U.S. Uh, console. It, 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 I, I mean, things are getting a little bit crazy. But you know what? You and I can't do anything about that, right? We can't control any of that stuff. So why worry? Why worry about something we can't control? You know, there's so much... It's such a simple statement, but it's so true. It's so true. We can't... Guys... We still got to get up and go to work in the morning. We got to feed our families. We got to hug our wives and kids and visit our neighbors. And, you know, we, we got life to live. We can't worry about things that we can't control. You know what? If you're a worrier, why don't you get outside and go for a walk? Why don't you get outside and go for a walk? Get your mind off the news. Don't go inside and sit and watch CNN and Fox News. Um, get outside and go for a walk. Go for a walk. Relax. Go out, go out in the park. Sit down on the bench. Listen to the birds chirp. Look at the squirrels running between the trees and underneath the foliage and just relax, you know, and, and get involved. Do something for your neighbor. Do something nice for your neighbor, you know. Volunteer at a homeless shelter or, or in other words, keep living life. Keep living life. Don't let the things that we can't control affect your life. Again, you can't. We can't control any of that. You know, journal if you want to. Write, write down your, write down your concerns in a journal. You know, get it out of your head and onto the paper, as I always say. And you know, some some of us, you know, maybe you're worried because, you know, if war breaks out, um, you know, you worry about death and dying and well only thing I can say to that if, if I'm a believer in Jesus Christ I mean truly I am and I do believe fully 100% of my being that God has everything in control and if I die he's promised me a home with him. He's promised me that my soul will live on and I will be with him in heaven for all eternity. 
that's my hope. That's my trust. I, I hope in that. I put my faith in that. You know, the world's going to do what the world's going to do. And it's not going to be a surprise to God. The world is going to do what the world is going to do. And if you're hoping and you're living your life based in fear about what's going to happen in this world that we live in, then I can see why you could be a little afraid, a little frightened, because your hope is just in this world that we live in today. I would be hopeless too if I didn't believe in God. I would be hopeless. But you know what? I have faith in God despite all the troubles that we're seeing with disease and COVID and wars and natural disasters. My hope is in the Lord. You know, there's an old hymn sung in churches. They don't sing it anymore, but an an old hymn, uh, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand, All Other Ground is Sinking Sand. All Other Ground is Sinking Sand. There's nothing I could put my feet on and stand firmly and know that the world's not going to shake me off of it. No, nothing but Christ. Nothing but Christ. He's my solid rock that I stand on. All right? All right, we'll be right back. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about, Hal? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? Dave, although you took very thorough precautions in the pod against my hearing you, I could see your lips move. All right, Hal. 2001 Space Odyssey, that little clip. I played for you there. One of the greatest movies. I I love that movie. But I played that because uh, I wanted to mention. Did you guys hear about the the American astronaut that might get stranded in space? Yeah. Um, apparently, we're uh, a American astronaut and a Russian astronaut are on the International Space Station. Of course, in space, and because of the uh, the uh, uh, 
issues going on here at home on planet Earth between Russia and the Ukraine and the fact that uh, America um, has, you know, and NATO has put sanctions on Russia, Russia has said that they're not going to bring the American astronaut back home. Um, see, uh, our uh, NASA has slowly um, gotten away from making capsules that will attach to the bay doors on the uh, International Space Station because we've allowed China and Russia, we're kind of like hitching rides with China and Russia. You know, we don't have the space shuttle anymore. So we've been kind of being taxied by Russia and China to get our astronauts up there. Well, since Russia is very upset with the United States for putting those sanctions on, Russia says, hey, when we go to get our Russian astronaut uh, from space, yeah, we're not bringing your American guy home. Now, could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? You're just, uh, you know, an American astronaut. You've been living with this Russian astronaut. I don't know for how long they've been up there. Um, I, I have no idea how long they've been up there. But, I mean, they might even became friends, you know, and they've been up there a long time. Or being alone together that long, they could could be kind of grouchy at each other. I don't know. But could you imagine the American astronaut thinking, uh-oh, wait, I'm screwed. How am I going to get back to Earth? Um, wait, they're, they're only going to get the Russian guy? Hey, hey, Boris, Boris. Hey, I know they got a little trouble down there on Earth um, between you and Ukraine. But, hey, me and you, we're friends, Boris. Boris, don't let them leave me here. When, when, when the shuttle comes to take you back to Earth, let me in. <laughs> I can imagine that conversation up in space. Come on, Boris. I thought we were friends. Um, let me in. Open the pod bay door. <laughs> That's terrible. That guy has nothing to do with what's going on in Earth. And the poor guy might get stranded up in space. I hope he's got extra food up there. I hope the uh, toilet isn't, isn't uh, you know, all backed up, you know, full. They need to empty out the toilet or something. I don't know. How does that work when you're up in space? How do you get rid of the waste when you're up in space? Where does it, like, when you flush it, does it, do you have to open up a, a bay door somewhere in the ship and flush it out into space so you got flying poop going through space and it probably freezes right away i don't know but that poor american astronaut you know he's up there up there doing his job and now he's got to worry about getting a ride home i wonder if he can call uber or lyft well i don't know but uh poor guy all right we'll be right back
searching for a distant star, heading off to Iskandar, leaving all we love behind. Who knows what dangers we'll find? We must be strong and brave. Our home we've got to save. If we don't in just one year, Mother Earth will disappear. Fighting with the Gamelons, we won't stop until we've won. Then we'll return, and when we arrive, Earth will survive with our star blazers. Well, since we're talking about space, hey, I got a question for you. In the Star Wars movies, have we been rooting for the wrong side? You know, most of us that are Star Wars fans, you know, we root for the Rebellion. uh, Because, you know, they're trying to get free from the Empire. But, have we been rooting for the wrong side all this time? Let me explain. First of all, how about this fact? The the rebels or the oh, actually going back to the first three movies, the Federation, <laughs> the Federation was in chaos because all the planet all the different planets and groups of people did not really get along and they were ruled well not really ruled but the i guess you could say the jedi kept everybody in check to some to some point but they were losing their power and their influence so they worshiped a one universe religion they let one religion rule the entire universe that doesn't seem very correct right one religion ruling the whole universe hmm that sounds like an antichrist situation there so Number one, we were rooting for the wrong side because they worshipped the Jedi. And they allowed the Jedi to have too much power and then the Jedi was fading away. Um, Next, they didn't didn't all have the same currency. Now, I know it's a little, you know, that's a little contradictory on my part, because now I'm saying they should have the same currency. But think about it. When I think it was Tatooine, when they go to Tatooine and, and um, the uh, uh, where, where little Anakin's working, remember Anakin's uh, slave master wouldn't take their credits? They were no good on that planet. See, they didn't all have the same credit. So how, how is these Federation of Planets all supposed to work together and get along if they don't honor each other's currency? The Empire 
was going to make one currency so the economy could just roll from planet to planet. All right. Also, number three, the current federation system allowed for slavery. Remember, Anakin's a slavery, is in slavery. His mom was a slave. So the Federation kept a lot of people down. It kept them in slavery. So um, that's not good. Um, you know, I think we've been rooting for the for the the uh, the wrong side. Next, the Empire made the whole galaxy safer. Remember, you got the, the Federation. There's no standards of rules and, 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 you know, safety and protection. And no, there's no standard of law and order. Yet, you know, that's why you had the, the well, they had bounty hunters. You had, um, you know, thieves like uh, pretty much uh, Han Solo. Um well, that's later on. Um, but they they still had mercenaries. They had people that were, you know, stealing. And so the, the Empire wanted to make the galaxy under a set of laws that everybody could obey. Um, let's think of some, uh, you know, another, another thing here. You need strong leadership. You need strong leadership if you're going to work together as the universe. So some may say Darth Vader or Anakin um, was cruel and mean, but he kept everybody in line. Same way with the Emperor, Palpatine. Well, later he, I mean, not, you know, later he would be the uh, evil, uh, well, he was still Palpatine, but he was, you know, turned very evil. Well, powerful, but they wanted, they wanted to stop the chaos and bring order and bring order. The Jedi wasn't doing it. They weren't doing a very good job of uh, keeping things under control. So, hey, that's why the Empire had to, to step in and, and, and get some peace. Think of the, the, uh, the chaos of the Clone Wars. Yeah. You know. Wars. The, the Federation wasn't doing anything. They weren't helping the poor. So, um, <laughs> just a few things to prove we might have been rooting for the wrong side in the Star Wars uh, movies. Perhaps we should have been rooting for Darth Vader and the evil Empire. Hey, and just like 
the other movie, Avatar, right? Avatar. Oh, we we were rooting for the wrong side on, on Avatar too, right? All we wanted to do was to come over there to that planet and share their resources. Oh no, they didn't like the man coming over there and sharing their resources. How dare they share and play nice with others? No, they had to fight against um, mankind from sharing some of the natural resources. And they had magical powers, so they could have restored stuff. But, oh, just having a little bit of fun this morning. That's a little bit of fun. Hey, speaking of fun, tune in this Wednesday. I have special guest Glenn Kaiser. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, the church, the black and white church diversity, and what that looks like. And uh, Glenn Kaiser is, wow, a musician of all kinds, um, blues and, and uh, gospel and rock and roll and uh, he's a pastor. He he's he's an elder. He's been so much throughout his life, and he's done so much for. Um, he's an advocate for the poor. Um, lives in a, in a, lives in Chicago, Illinois, with a community that helps out the needy in their area, and he's going to be on my show on Wednesday. So don't forget to tune in. Uh, this up and coming. Uh, Wednesday morning and I think you'll enjoy the interview Um, I think you'll get something out of it so hey that's really all I got for this uh, Monday morning so guys go out there and make some money okay alright hey I love you guys bye